0: So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by FullScale.io.
1: And we are back. Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of the Startup Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conaway, founder and CEO of Innovate Her KC. And I have to tell you, today's episode sponsor, we are super excited about. Today's episode of Startup the Hustle is sponsored by Canva, where you can go to collaborate and create amazing graphic designs for free. Whether you are looking to make a presentation or to share an idea, uh, create content, make a video to launch your business, or social posts to start conversations, Canva is there. You can design anything in it. We are encouraging you. You to discover the magic of visual communication and how Canva can help you create a lasting impact today, visit canva.com for more. So, I am super thrilled. To have our guest with us today. So our, our guest we've had conver- we've had conversations in the past, but and, and he has always struck me with his insight and not only that, his drive. If you're looking for somebody who displays an entrepreneurial mindset, look no further than today's guest. We've got with us Chuki Akobi. And he is he is a Super Bowl champion, y'all. Keynote speaker, mindset coach, NLP master practitioner and trainer, kind of a, a jack. Of all trades, a real Renaissance man. He's here with us today with basic instructions, mind mastery. Juki, thanks so much for being here with us today.
0: You no, know, the pleasure, pleasure, pleasures is all mine, really. You know, yeah. it's, it's really exciting to be here and being able to share my what's going on in my crazy head with everybody that's listening right now.
1: Yeah, I, I got to tell you, friend. You know, the, the first time we sat down and had coffee together, I. You, you should have heard us, folks. Like we were just firing all on all cylinders. We had this really meaningful conversation, and I, of course, immediately was like, "Hey, Chuki, do you want to come on the show? Because I want to have this conversation for other people, so they can benefit from your expertise." Right? Like it, it was such a cool conversation, and I want to thank you for that. You
0: no, know, I appreciate it. You know, it takes two people to have a conversation, so you had you had a part to play in the uh, the energy of that one. So I appreciate it. Yeah.
1: Well, that is too kind, but I want, I want to jump right into it. So I'm going to ask you the, the the kind of general question, and I'm going to ask you to tell us about your journey.
0: Well, My journey, is, it's really interesting, kind of funny when I think about it. You know, I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and, you know, fast forward to the end, then I'll fill in the middle. You know, I played for the Steelers for six years, won a Super Bowl with my hometown team. And it's really interesting because the fact that I won the Super Bowl always precedes me. And so people are always curious about, you know, why is it that I coach startup founders and entrepreneurs? Why wouldn't I coach football or go into the broadcast booth? But what you may not realize is, you know, for the startup founders out there listening, I imagine you're a lot like me. I mean, one thing that you may not realize, and I'm sure you'll agree once you hear this, is that being an entrepreneur or startup founder or an aspiring NFL athlete are very similar in nature. Just think about this. You feel it—the desire, a vivid dream, a vision, something bigger than yourself that you feel this burning desire to achieve. Your friends and family, they think you're crazy. I mean, you're striving to do something that most people don't have the intestinal fortitude to even attempt. And most of those that do fail in their efforts. Yet here you are putting in the hours, working at it day after day, all this time you're holding that perfect vision of success. This idea in your mind is you sacrifice blood, sweat, and tears, to make what they say is impossible your reality, right? Right. Now, am I talking about an NFL want, hopeful, or am I talking about a startup founder?
1: I mean, you're you're talking about both, and I, around so around startup hustle and around entrepreneurial circles, we often talk about the entrepreneurial mindset, you know, how the entrepreneur has to overcome obstacles and has to seize cha- see challenges as opportunities and you have to be creative and you have to be resilient. And when I think of professional athletes, like all of those things apply, right? Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, and that's where, you know, connecting with startup founders and the work that I do, <laughs> teaching people mental and emotional discipline to get their specific desired result That's where what my professional history as an athlete, in my current business as a mindset coach and a corporate leadership trainer, working with startup founders and their companies, that's where the rubber meets the road. Is that I've been where you want to go, and so you know when you think about reaching your highest potential as a professional for a professional football player, that would be winning the Super Bowl, right? Right. So, so when you think about what's your perfect idea for your for your idea. What's your perfect picture for this inspiration that led you to start your company in the first place? When you think about that perfect picture where everything in your professional and personal life are exactly the way you want it, that's what I call your Super Bowl level result. And a lot of people will ask me, and I wonder what that would feel like for me to win the Super Bowl. But what they don't realize is it's just a feeling you're already very intimately familiar with. I mean, just we all have memories. Think back to moments in your professional life that gave you those butterflies, the feeling of excitement in your stomach, the the moments that made your pulse race, your breath shallow, your heart's beating in your ear like a jackhammer. You see those things now, things that took you to levels of fulfillment and satisfaction that felt so right. It almost feels wrong. It's the yeah. kind of thing you can't stop thinking about. It goes round and round in your head, obsessing like a vinyl record just spinning, obsessing, obsessing. You obsess about it because you just want to hold on to that feeling. Now, right. if you can imagine what I'm describing, congratulations. You know what it's like to win the Super Bowl. The question you got to ask yourself is what's preventing me from feeling that way as a startup founder? What's preventing me from feeling that way about my company, about my. Marriage or my health and fitness, right. and that's where basic instructions, mind mastery comes into play. Is that to be able to create that vibration within your career, within your company, to inspire your team to feel that same way? That's right. where you know my experience as a world champion, winning the Super Bowl in my hometown, can't get more specific than that. Yeah. That's where we all want to go as startup founders. I imagine you're relating to what I'm talking about, right?
1: You know, I think I do. And so, so let me, I, I'm going to check my understanding really quick just to, just for clarity's sake. So, so what you're saying is that, you know, w- when you think of like entrepreneurial achievements, you know, the the day that you had the idea for your business, the day that you started your, you launched your business, the day that you got that VC funding, you know, whatever the victory was, Right? The feeling is maybe, maybe not transferable. That's not the word I'm looking for. But the feeling is, is similar in scope. Like you still have that same depth of emotion and depth of reaction around those wins. Is that what you're saying?
0: Reaction. I don't know if I use the word reaction. Okay. So I'll put an asterisk next to that. But okay. generally speaking, yes, that is okay. one thing. And it's really a recognizing that success can't be measured on a balance sheet. Because how many people do we know? We could think of celebrities who everybody thought, oh, they had the perfect life, but then they went and took their life. So yeah. based on their based on their balance sheet, based on their awards, their Grammys or their Academy Awards or whatever, from the outside it looks like that success, but success isn't outside of you; it's inside of you. Right. And so, to me, how many guy, how many people have, you know. Or even people that you know, think of people in, in your history that you've had discussions, relationships with, whether personal or professional, who were just miserable, even though, even though they had a portion, a big house, and, yeah. and, you know, and had all these things. So to me, it's about recognizing how does the individual define success for themselves? And so we can look at it and we have what I will call my markers. You have numbers that you're looking to hit. It's like uh, a good buddy of mine, Kerry Phillips, always says, if in business, if you're not talking about a number, you're not talking about anything. And I can definitely relate to that and agree with it. The thing is, for the individual, if it doesn't feel like that, like what I described, you got to ask yourself, what am I missing here? What am I missing? Because this success that everybody else thinks is so great, why doesn't it feel like that to me? Right. And that's what we're going after, making making it so that the energy of your business, the energy of your career, the energy of your life feels that way. That Super Bowl that. level sensation.
1: That's awesome. Well, so, so I want to back up the truck just a little bit, because I one of the things that impressed me most when I first met you was how clear you are around mindset and your methodology and how you think about thinking and how you how you process and teach others to process these emotions, thoughts, uh, you know, basically mindset, like everything that goes into mindset. And so I want to ask you, you know, you didn't just wake up one day, and have the kind of drive that got you in the Super Bowl. Like, you didn't just wake up one day in the NFL. It was, I'm assuming that it was a process. Like, over the course of years, you trained and you got better and you developed this kind of mental toughness, I would say. Um, And I kind of want to know, you know, where did that come from? How did you develop that, develop the mindset that you have now?
0: Well... One thing most people don't realize, but when I say this, you I imagine you'll agree. There's only two motivators for human beings. There's only, we're only motivated by one of two things. Okay. Either pain, something we don't want, or pleasure, something that we really do want. And so when you think about pain motivators, we're talking about negative emotions, anger, sadness, fear, hurt, guilt. Yeah. And so a lot of times I think about Jim Rohn, you know, the, the great speaker he used to be Tony Robbins, coach. And what he used to say is, you know, if you're broke, say you're broke, maybe you'll get angry enough to get up and do something. That's a pain motivator is when you want to get away from the situation, whatever's happening in your world, that's causing you to feel negative. Yeah. that's a pain motivator. Then you have the pleasure motivators like, oh man, it would be really awesome if I made it to the NFL. And so that's what compels you to move forward. And so the way I put it is going back to a conversation I had with probably the biggest father figure I had in my life, which was my offensive line coach Mm -hmm. from Purdue, uh, Danny Hope. And he used to talk about recruiting all the time. And he said, you know, just give me the players as a coach. I will find a way to win. I'll get the job done. But when I'm recruiting, there's only two types of people. You have mules, and you have thoroughbreds. Yeah. And so when you talk about a mule, mules, give me the mules. I'll find a way to win the game. They don't have to be the best players. The thing is, the mules are motivated by pain. So I'm going to have to use the stick or use some sort of force to get this thing to move in order for us to work, which is more effort for me For me as a coach. Well, yeah. I want thoroughbreds. Now, a lot of people think they're thoroughbreds. But the question you've got to ask yourself, am I really because a thoroughbred I don't need the pain I don't need the stick to get this thing to move I don't need it. I don't even need a carrot all right. I need to get a thoroughbred going is I'm going to give you the basic instructions of how to get exactly what you want open the gate and watch him run that's a thoroughbred is somebody who's going who's feels that draw to to that result that they that they want i think about it like you know if i was you know back when i was single if i walk into a party and you see that girl across the room and she's perfect and you're like oh my god i got to go over there and talk to her that's that thoroughbred feeling it's like it's drawing me in i can't I, I can't stop moving towards that and so to me when you think about the mules versus thoroughbreds dynamic what gave me this mindset it's a combination it's a combination growing up in a household a lot of domestic violence a lot of fear and sadness. And to me, I just wanted to get away from that. Like I wanted to be as a kid, I wanted to be anywhere other than at home. That's my, that was my pain motivator. Yeah. That's what I wanted to get away from that. And so what I would do is I was the kid that came home from school, got out of the school clothes and went right back outside because when I was playing sports, all of a sudden I felt important. Yeah. Yeah. I felt valued. I felt good. I felt, I felt love from my environment. And it right, was the right. feeling of love that not just love from other people. It's not external validation. I loved myself when I was playing yeah, sports, yeah. that became my pleasure motivator was to feel that I didn't care if I was on television. I just wanted to continue to be in that energy of feeling good about myself. Yeah, and so yeah. then that became my focus at about age seven, it was like, you know what? If I could do this the rest of my life, life will be perfect. And so when, yeah, I was seven. So yeah, you think you can play the sports the rest of your life. But the thing is, it wasn't the actual sport I was going after. It was the love, the love I had for myself. And so that's where this mindset comes from. Yeah. And a big part of what I do with basic instructions, and being here in Kansas City, we'll talk a little bit more about where the whole idea of basic instructions comes from, because it, Actually, they come from Kansas, but we'll get there. All right. Right now, now, it's just like understanding, you know, what made what made me get up and go play sports in the first place, and then what made me continue to pursue that.
1: Right. That's that's really powerful, man, and and I love that. Your, your kind of formative experiences came internally rather than mm. externally. I think that's so important because you can't control how other people perceive you, but you can control how you perceive you. Yes. And so one, one of the things that I want to talk to you about, because I, I found this so fascinating when when we've talked in the past, but the cornerstone, uh, or I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the cornerstones of your I guess process methodology pedagogy whatever you want to call it uh, is something called neuro linguistic programming, yes. and I want to talk about that. Tell me what that is, and then tell us how it kind of manifests in in your mindset coaching.
0: Okay. Well, first, when you think about NLP or neuro linguistic programming, the first person that comes to mind is Tony Robbins. Okay. And so, when you think about who's who's the foremost the, the biggest name in that field, it's Tony. And he's, he's been a, an NLP practitioner for a lot of years. You know, what neuro-linguistic programming is, it sounds complex, but it's actually pretty simple. Neuro refers to your neurology or your mind. Right. And then linguistic refers to language and communication. And programming refers to how does that language function in my neurology, neuro-linguistic programming? How does language affect how my mind functions? Right. And so and to make it in even simpler terms, it's how does the conversation I have with myself affect how I, how I exist, how I behave, and how I feel emotionally? Right. A lot of right. times people, we think that the conversation in our mind is describing our experience. You are 100% wrong. The words you use in your mind actually dictate how you feel. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it all comes down to understanding if I want my mind to work as effectively as possible to manifest my desired goal, which is to play in the Super Bowl. I mean, to start a company or whatever it might be. Yeah. The question is, what's happening inside that's going to enable me or prevent me from manifesting what I want outside? And that's where, I, and, and, you know, where this came from. I, I got into NLP when I was 18 and, you know, I was in college and I just finished my first year of college football and I didn't, I wasn't a highly recruited guy. I wasn't a, a superstar high school athlete and the only coach that gave that offered me a scholarship left and I freaked out. Yeah. Long story shorter, what happened after having panic attacks and feeling like my dad left all over again? I said, you know what? I, c- I can't exist like this. I got to find an advantage. I got to find out something that other players don't know, uh, that other schools don't know. And I went to a used bookstore. My thought process was to go looking in the trash. Let me look for some piece of information that nobody else seems interested in. And I found this book at this used bookstore on campus. And the title of the book is The Secret to Creating Your Future by Dr. Tad James. And it was about NLP. An and so I started reading it. I didn't understand a word he was talking about. I remember I was 18 and I was like, I don't know what yeah. i talking about. So I put the book down, started getting up off this dirty floor, but it was like the title of the book was like glowing off the cover, the secret to creating my future. And I just remember thinking, I need to know his secret. And so I said, I'm just going to go deeper and deeper and deeper, continue reading this book until it makes sense. And all of a sudden it did. And I put the book down. I thought to myself, I think I get what he's saying. He's saying that your entire world is actually inside. It's in your mind. And I think he's saying with this NLP stuff, neurolinguistic whatever it was. Remember I was 18? He was like whatever this stuff is, he's saying with that you can control what's going on in your mind. And so my 18-year-old logic said, "Hmm. That means with NLP I can control my world." And I bought the book. And it was my secret. I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell my coaches. I didn't tell my teammates this was going to give me an advantage. And it did. You know, it it changed the way I approached uh, my athletic performance. It changed the way I I operated academically. It changed the way I operated socially. And all of a sudden, I started getting my desired results in all these areas, including getting drafted to my hometown team. Yeah. And it all came from taking control of what's going on inside. Because the world, is, it's all about how I interpret what's happening outside, not actually what people say or do. It's how do I interpret it? What story am I telling about this?
1: Yeah, and it's, yeah. is
0: that story empowering? Is that story helping me get closer to my goal? Or am I coming up with reasons why I can't do it? And that's the, that, that was the big shift I had at age 18, that all of a sudden, my athletic career started to look like a fairy tale, when in reality... It was tailor made by me
1: yeah so you you are what I love the fact that you are not just a an advocate for my this mindset coaching process that you've come up with but you are also a practitioner mm-hmm. uh, that is that is super cool um Do you have to break in really quickly here, tell you about a little bit about today's episode sponsor? As a reminder, today's episode of Startup Hustle is sponsored by Canva. Uh, I don't know if you've ever used Canva, I have. Uh, and it, it canva makes it so easy to design your ideas um, they have all kinds of templates they have this really really huge library of assets you know video assets audio assets uh, you know images that you can use oh and I love the fonts I love playing with fonts in canva but you can design your ideas with ease they We're asking, get inspired with over five, they have over 500,000 free templates, which drives me like, I just think that that's crazy. That's so many, so many options to choose from Uh, either they have a rich content library that helps you and your team achieve your goals. So definitely check out canva.com, sign up and you can start designing for free. Uh, any tool that makes it easier to be an entrepreneur and get your brand message out there. We love around Startup Hustle, and we're really, really glad that that Canva's around. I know that it makes my life a lot easier when I'm trying to create content, because I'm not a designer, and they make it look like I'm a designer, which is awesome. So folks who are just tuning in, we are here with Chuki Akobi. He is a Super Bowl champion, a keynote speaker, a mindset coach, NLP master practitioner and trainer with basic instructions, mind mastery. And we are talking, we're talking about mindset. We're talking about neuro-linguistic programming, but really we're talking about how you can change your internal dialogues and your internal processes to create external change in your life. Is that, is that right, Chuki? Kind of a, a basic breakdown?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I think generally speaking, you're spot on.
1: Yeah. It's,
0: it's all about, you know, recognizing that I am in control of my results in yeah. yeah. my life in the present and in the future. And, you know, especially when you think about startup founders and, you know, a couple of different things come to mind. You know, when I think about my professional journey, the word that's popping into my head right now is empowerment. Yeah, when we yeah. think about the word empowerment at the deepest level, what empowerment is, is just a feeling. When you deep down, you feel this feeling inside that you are truly in control of your life and results in the present moment. And you can naturally see how your life, your career, that positive feeling of empowerment is what makes it easy to envision accomplishing your desired results in the future. Now, I'm sure you agree, it feels really good to connect with professionals who can appreciate how important it is to connect to this, this feeling of empowerment and it all starts in the mind. What you see in your mind now that you'd love to experience in the future for your your idea and inspiration to start up this company. As vivid as it is in your mind now, now it's easy to imagine you would feel exponentially better when you take the necessary actions to bring this vision into reality. The same way I did that got me to back home to Pittsburgh and winning the Super Bowl with my favorite team.
1: That's that's absolutely incredible. Now, I have a topic that I, I actually want to introduce this topic because okay. I was so intrigued when we were when we were talking about this mm-hmm. uh, last time, and I promised myself that we were going to talk about it so that that our listeners could hear. But right. uh, hey, Chuki, tell me about yeah. the dog.
0: The dog. What's the dog? <laughs> it's really understanding that you know. You ever heard the saying that we only, as humans, use ten percent of our minds? You ever heard that before?
1: I've heard it. yeah,
0: It's not true. We use hundred percent. It's just that there's two different types of thinking for humans, which is your, you have your conscious mind and your unconscious right. or subconscious mind. So when you think about the conscious mind, imagine you, but you at maybe age four, you know, like a little kid right? Uh-huh. And excited, you, you know, before it's you before life happens. So you're totally happy and optimistic about the future. You're, you're feeling good. You, you've got big plans. You've got your best friend with you, which we'll get into that in a minute. And you got the leash. That's your conscious mind is the kid. Now your best friend is with you. That's the dog. And you're both four years old. The difference is you're a four-year-old human. And this is a four-year-old Great dame. So it's much bigger and stronger than you doesn't think in the complex ways humans do, but it's big and strong, way bigger than the kid, but it would never hurt you. It loves right. you more than anything. Cause dog is man's best friend. The dog is your unconscious, your subconscious mind. Yeah. And so it's like when I was on the Steelers, Bill Coward he just won the hall of fame last year. And there's something that he said to us uh, in the team meeting when things weren't going the way we had planned that season. And what he said after we lost our third straight game is he came in, looked at us as a group and said, guys, you don't know what you don't know. And believe it or not, it's what you don't know that you don't know that's running the show called our season right now. And since you don't know what you don't know, think about this and think deeply into it. How do you know what you think you do know is right? Don't answer me. Just contemplate this. You don't know what you don't know. Now, what you don't know that you don't know is what's in your unconscious mind. What you don't know you don't know is the dog. And so it's once you understand this dynamic about yourself, it's much easier to differentiate between logic, which is that 10 percent that they referred to. That's what you're conscious of. Okay. But there's a lot more going on inside. And so the dog is in charge of all your unconscious functions. Like most people never consider what's keeping my heart beating right now. How am I maintaining my deep breathing as I sleep, you know, digesting food, eyes blinking, all these things we can agree we're doing, but we're not consciously aware of or controlling. That's the dog's job. The dog's keeping your heart beating. Can you think of a better friend than that? And now, Lauren, you've never woke up in the morning... And said, huh, today's the day. I'm making a conscious decision right now to be pissed off at everything. It never happens that way, right? Nope. Because emotions are the dog. Emotions are unconscious functions of our human mind. And so when you understand, hmm, why do I why am I feeling having anxiety? Why do I feel afraid? Why does this certain thing continue to piss me off? It's because that's how the dog's been trained. Yeah. And so once you learn to control, once you learn how to train the dog, this is what I do with startup founders is teach emotional discipline and emotional discipline is something I learned from, in my studies from studying Andrew Carnegie at one point, the richest man that had ever lived in his book from 1908, the, the gospel of wealth. He, he, identify the number one requisite to have his type of success in business, and that is emotional discipline. King, are you in control of the dog? You have the leash, but are you taking control of it? Are you controlling yourself? And that's what the dog is.
1: For sure. Well, and I find it so interesting that you've you've mentioned so many different thought leaders here in, in the space in which you exist. And so I love the fact that you've been able to pull Expertise and ideology from—I mean, you've—who—who who have you mentioned? You've mentioned uh, Andrew Carnegie. You've mentioned, uh, you know, the gentleman who wrote the the, the first book that you read. Um,
0: yeah you know, James, you, yep.
1: Yeah, you know. It, well, and I just find it so interesting that that you've been able to come to your own truth through so much self education and so much emulation of people that you admire and exhibit the mindset that you, you know, that you want to. Want to have and you want to share with others. And I, I just love that. I think that's so cool that you've been able to do the work to kind of come up with with your own methodology. Like, this is what works for me as a Super Bowl champion and as a coach and as a mindset master. And now I get to share it with others. That is so neat.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, the big thing is, you know, going back to the, you know, meals versus thoroughbreds, pain motivators, pleasure motivators, is my dad wasn't around. And so I found my father figures, whether that be you know people I read about, coaches that I you know were my coaches through sports, through baseball and football, and you know you always find models of excellence, people who have the type of results that you're looking for, and you know just like that Super Bowl level result in sports, there's a lot of founders out there who want that Super Bowl level result in their business and in their inspiration that they have to do what they're doing. And that's what I coach people on is how do you do what I did and get that Super Bowl level result?
1: Yeah. And,
0: you know, it comes from, you know, if you don't have a father, you got to find father figures. And you got to find it
1: somewhere. <laughs> well, I, so much admiration and respect for, for the work that you have done both internally and externally to, to support yourself and to support others. Now, I, I, I'm going to ask you to do it just a little bit more. One of the things that I love to do on on uh, Start a Puzzle is ask for that kind of tactical advice that the folks listening at home can implement today to make their lives, their work, their, you know, their experience better. And so if you had to give, you know, just a tip or two, I'm not asking you to give away the farm or anything like that. And I will say, if you're interested, uh, Chuki is available for consulting and would love to help you improve your mindset. So definitely reach out to him. But can you give us just a couple of tips and tricks that folks at home can use today to, to improve their mindset and improve their performance?
0: Yeah, Absolutely. One thing that most people already know, when I say this, you'd be like, yeah, duh, I already know that, is, you know, our minds and our physical bodies are connected, right? Yeah. But how are they connected? I can tell you, it's the breath. Okay. Breathing. So check this out. When you learn to control your breathing, it helps you to control the dog. Okay. Like when I'm angry, I start breathing. Or if I'm afraid, I start breathing irregularly. So if I breathe and make a habit out of taking those deep breaths and breathing in a calm way, it actually helps me to control the dog because the dog will think, oh, we must not be mad because she's breathing deeply and, and evenly. So we must, everything must be all right. So I would suggest you need to start taking more deep breaths. That'll help you feel better.
1: Okay. Um, Do you recommend like meditation in conjunction with the deep breaths or or just start with breathing and then maybe meditation can come later? Like, what do you think about that?
0: Well, the meditation and the breathing, well, breathing is, is part of meditation. You know, I teach meditation and Tad James was a transcendental, he was a transcendental meditation teacher, you know, the book I found back in college. And, and, you know, my coach now, his son, Matt James is also, you know, a, a PhD in hypnosis so meditation is definitely, I would definitely recommend that. Breathing is something we do all day, every day. Yeah. So most people don't recognize that when the dog's barking, the dog's angry, they stop breathing. Yeah. So when you find yourself in a situation where you feel negative emotions coming up, that's when you need to take control of that leash and start breathing deeply. Right. And that, that'll help you navigate those difficult moments. I mean, how many times have you seen somebody upset and they say, okay, take a deep breath.
1: Yeah. No, it, it makes total sense. Now, let's say that you're dealing with a situation of consequence, like it could be something that gives you anxiety or something that makes you sad or something that makes you really frustrated and angry. Um, you, you adjust your breathing, you know, breathe in, breathe out, Calm breath, steady breath. What are some ways that you can adjust the? I've heard the phrase stinking thinking, like I've heard that before. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what are some ways that you can redirect that thought process as you're adjusting your breathing to come to a, it's the same conclusion, but find a different path to it?
0: Well, you know, it goes back to what we talked about earlier. And I got to point out something in the way that you asked the question. You said something gives me anxiety. No, the anxiety is inside you. The anxiety came because of the story that you told about whatever you were looking at. Yeah. You, you created it. You literally said something into yourself about whatever you were experiencing, something you heard, something you saw, something you felt. And then you told that story to the dog.
1: Yeah. You introduced and he, and he the dog give you... your fear, your anxiety. Yeah, so nothing, often that it became a process.
0: Nothing. Not, how do? How do you... You know, really, really simplify and start to become empowered, take control, is you have to recognize that everything that you experience, you created. Yeah. And it, you created based on the conversation you have with yourself. It's like Dr. Matt James, my coach, told me anytime you point to something outside of yourself as to why you're not experiencing life, this is pissing me off, this is giving me anxiety, this is that, it's his fault, it's her fault. What you're really saying is they control me. That's what you're saying. And if you keep telling the dog that, it becomes a belief. Yeah, And you feel like the world is against you and all these stories about what's wrong and why I can't and why I'm not. And the thing is, you're the one that put that record on the turntable. Right. And so you got to start to take control. You got to own that. Start to do what I like to call focus enjoyably inward. Yeah. Instead of focusing on something out there and then saying that they're in charge of your dog. No, you're in charge of your dog. Nobody can piss you off, but you can decide to be angry.
1: Right. No, that, that makes sense. And folks, I, I have to tell you that one of my favorite things about talking with Chuki is that, and he's done it a couple of times here and he did it you know, several times when we first chatted, but he has this knack for challenging your thinking. Um, and so, so if you are ever interested in a mindset coach who's going to stretch you and push you, uh, cannot recommend Chuki enough because I can tell you that every time we talk, I walk away with just a my mind is full of new ways of thinking and new ways of approaching the way that I talk to myself and the way that I experience things. So I just wanted to point that out because I think that's one of your gifts, Chuki. I
0: appreciate
1: um, that. So I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you the human question now, and I, I, don't, I don't always let the previous conversation that we've had inform the human question, but I think in your case, I'm, I'm going to make an exception and I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And your human question is this, you have a lot of gifts. If you were a superhero, what would your superpower be?
0: If I was a superhero, my superpower would be sight beyond sight. Be like Professor X. Ooh, that's a good one. You know, in terms of being able to, you know, really see things for what they are instead of the story I tell about it. Yeah, it's like it's like ultra ultra reality. Really starting to see that there's a difference between the actual environment and my reaction to the environment. Yeah, you know.
1: I love that answer so much, and I feel like it's so fitting for you i can't I can't even stand how fitting that is for you. It's making me giggle uh well, I gotta tell you, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. I knew that this was gonna be a good episode, and I have been proven correct um but I'm just very grateful that you took the time
0: well, I appreciate you guys having me here and you know, it's, it's my passion to share this with other people, you know, yeah. why don't I coach football? It's like, I am coaching you on how I found success in football
1: yeah. and yeah. now so, you can use well, it
0: to find success in whatever you want to do.
1: It, exactly. I mean, you're, you're applying some of the same principles, but your scope is so much bigger. Um, you know, you're able to impact all different kinds of lives. And I, I just, I love that. And, and again, I just, I thank you for that. And I honor you for that. Uh um, we also need to honor our episode sponsor. Once again, a big thank you today's ep- episode sponsor is Canva. So with Canva, you can work together from wherever. I I think this is so cool. You can actually collaborate with your teams in real time on things like graphics and videos and all of that content that you want to create. Get on the same page as your team with seamless real-time collaboration, and then ask yourself, what are you going to design today? You can start exploring and start designing for free at canva.com. Also want to recommend that you keep an eye out for other hosts on the Startup Hustle podcast. Of course, we have Matt, Matt Squared, Matt and Matt. They do great episodes, but we also have Andrew Morgans. I don't know if you ever listened to his episodes, but they are fantastic if you are looking to explore the e-commerce space. And we invite you to check Andrew out. Um, He is a world-renowned thought leader around e-commerce, and in particular, Amazon. So if you're looking for some insight and ways to improve your your internet sales, he's the guy. We've got him here on Startup Hustle. Definitely check out his episodes. Friends, we are so very grateful that you take the time week after week to sit down with us and listen to our stories and hear all about the hashtag Startup Hustle. Thank you for, for your, your listening. Thank you for your attention. Thank you for sharing your stories with us. And we will catch you on the flip side.
0: Startup Hustle is brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.
1: like with the war